Welcome back, everybody, to the Magic Car Path Ride. Episode Thrace. Myself, my name is Zach Maloche. To the left of me is my main man, Ryan Westfall. Hello there. And if I didn't say it already, thank you again for joining us. Lots of love. Lots of love coming right out the gate, my friend. Mm-hmm. Getting plenty of it left and right. Um, That's great. Yeah, man. Uh, before we get right into it, I just want to send a special shout out to uh, our supporters out there. They're coming in already. A uh, special shout out to PD out in Texas. Huge yeah. supporter of the show. Thank you very much for that. Um, yeah. Let's get into it, man. What Let's you go. got for us today, brother? Well, you know, it's uh, it's episode three. Uh, we're still kind of we're bouncing around the same tournament here. We got La Quinta going off. Um, I, you know, it's a it. These dudes are lighting up. If you haven't seen this this leaderboard, this like the scores are ridiculous. Everybody's 65, 64, 67. Um, like we said, Ricky is up there. Uh, he's a couple shots back. He's actually four shots back, 17 under. 21 is the leader after three rounds. That's just, uh, that's retarded golf, man. That's really good golf. It is. The number, man, look, minus 21. Yeah. It, it seemed like for a while, like, the only person that was doing that was maybe Woods and, uh, and Spieth when he came out, but... Got to give it to him. I think we're watching a live feed of Mitsubishi right now, aren't we? Yeah, Mitsubishi. Yeah, Mitsubishi. Uh, what else is going on? Jimenez and Els, the guy, our favorite guys. Look at this. Couples, Jimenez, Els. What a leaderboard. Goosen is is a couple back at 12 under. Leaders at 14 under. We're, we're, just, at, a, we're at a live playoff right now this. with the top three, actually. Yeah. Is that what's going on? Yes, that's what we got here live oh, on, the, what on the dashboard there. This is an amazing finish. Uh, we're we're, we're going to keep you informed as to what's going on there. Um, what else is going on? The I, I just wanted to say one thing. Um, there's a couple of popping stories right now. Um, well, this isn't really a popping story, but I was wondering why is Kuchar not playing on that, why, at La Quinta? He's playing on the Asia Tour right now. Yeah, that was kind of a weird thing to see. Is it uh, is it because the course is La Quinta and he <laughs> thinks that he's gonna have to like drop some bonus money and tips? Or, <laughs> he doesn't have some good fanfare there. I don't, I don't know. He was like, oh, he's looking up his itinerary and he's like, La oh yeah. La Quinta. I don't think they hate me in Asia, right? Yeah, so, right. it's about a good time. Yeah, that's get a good, out of here. Probably a good move on his part, I guess. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, he's we're gonna. Wrong. <laughs> I wanted to, to I wanted to talk about Kucher. Maybe for a little bit. I don't have any axe to grind against Kucher, but that 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 was kind of funny. Um, um, he has a kind of a funky swing too. But I, I mentioned the funky swings because, as we mentioned in our last episode, we're going to get into some really beautiful swings. Our, our, our top five swings a little later on, uh, just on the pro tour. You know, just the the most amazing swings. But the most interesting swing has got to be Ho Sung Choi. Um, do yourself a favor if you you haven't seen this man hit a ball. Or just swing a club, it's uh, it's a sight to see, and he's he's been in headlines too because it's almost worth YouTube. And I saw it today, and he comes out of his swing and he throws his club, and it bounces on the feet of his playing partner to him, and he's notorious for having these antics and this crazy dramatic swing. But uh, throwing your club over is, is kind of weird. Was I, it? Kind of, it looked weird to me. Was it? More, I, it looks to me more of it was like a tiger move, like when you know Tiger kind of he does drops that. his club, and yeah. because his swing is this guy's swing is so vigorous and oh. crazy, I just that's the way it fell out. Which you know what I've noticed that is I've 
done that a lot more in my own swing. When I have a bad shot, I do this weird thing of kind of like throwing the club and it and it and that's why Hosung today, it was kind of like a, a statement of of being upset, like ah, you let go of it. But when your swing is that wild and you're dancing around the tee box and throwing your foot in the air, you should be careful and hold on to your club because he literally he threw it in front of the, the the feet of the dude next to him. It was it was hilarious. Well, it, it's crazy. Like, I was reading something about that, and they were like his his antics, his animations are getting out of control. And it was like yeah, I mean he just hit an errant shot and threw the club like most pros do. But I like him though. I like uh, I like dudes who have weird like crazy swings and and draw headlines and do weird crazy things like wear two gloves um <laughs> and things like that um and then and the final thing i just wanted to say as far as uh bizarre swing goes and crazy things go um the, we got to give a shout out to this guy um on a he disabled golfer he was born with one arm uh his name is uh laurent hertubis and uh, he has one arm, and he's learned to play golf with his one arm. This is and the awesome. other day at a pro am, this has got to be the greatest thing that happens all week in golf. Uh, he hits a shot during this pro am, and uh, par three. Don't know the iron, don't know the yardage, but it was a legitimate shot, a, le- a hard hole to reach. And he gets a hole in one, a freaking hole in one. If a guy with one arm can just swing at a golf ball and get a hole in one, then all y'all out there that aren't playing golf have zero excuses anymore. <laughs> As if holes in one weren't like hard to get already, and I mean like I don't know, I just kind of feel inadequate now a little bit. You'll get one. Did have a taste. I do want to, and not to uh, to over project too much on future shows, but yes, I, I we do have to do the hole in one topic, and yeah, it I brought it up in a different cat podcast, and man, it, it could be the whole podcast. Like, could we could we try to bring everybody who has a hole in one? On the show to talk about their hole in one story, that should cool. do that. I think that'd uh, be cool. Yeah, it's weird how some people have like seven holes in one. Yeah, somebody or and then like a pro will only have one his whole career. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. Weird. We, we we got more to dive in on that. Yeah, um, yeah. So let's uh, just do we, we, we a couple things we want to talk about. Um, good swings. Um, do you want to get into that right now? Since we could, we're just talking about the fantastic swings of. Hosting yeah, it seems like it's boiling over already. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's do this. Uh, the golf swing, man. It's uh, yeah. I I I like how you put this all together, uh, and it was tough to decide. Yeah. I mean, it's even still throwing me off because we we have two similars, and you know, there's so many great swings in in the game right now, and. You could forget a couple of the greats and then put yourself in a weird category because there's so many other people maybe you shouldn't have brought up because of I was thinking about Hogan or or like Jack or making a list is hard actually of your favorite things because I don't think we should be binded to this for the rest of our life like I might change but yeah you know there's certain people that when you're thinking of like you know when you see them when you're watching them play it's fun to just watch them swing even if they're not hitting great shots so even yeah watching a pro set up in a tournament live. A couple feet away is, is a pretty impressive thing to watch to see that span and all that. So uh, getting right into it, uh, my top five r- right away. Uh, since we are watching them, uh, Freddie Couples, man, yeah, Mister Clean in my book. I-, I love that swing. I try so hard to swing like him. If that makes sense, I yeah, I don't I don't like to hit too hard. I just want to get a clean shot, get it out there. Even though this guy smashes it, still three hundred yards. At one time, uh, cut down uh, or 
what did he do? Extended him? I think he adjusted the loss, but he had uh, women's irons and women's uh, really? drivers. And uh, he just, that's his thing. He is a ladies' man. Freddie is a ladies' man. I'm not surprised he has women's irons. And he does freaking crush it, man. man. Like, he still hits it really far for his age. Loving the green ball. Bring. I never thought I'd see that from him ever. But uh, the senior tour kind of changes your outlook on some things. Yeah, but Freddie. couples, yeah. Freddie. Freddie's a man. Um, and then... Right away, I had, and this was a tough between my first because he's my favorite player. I should mention that. We're probably going to hear a lot about him, and that's Dustin Johnson. And and not just because he's a class act, mm. right? A trustworthy companion on and off the golf course. Yeah. Doesn't check your lady out. Never. Won't steal your cocaine. Won't have any issues in the media with uh, drunken uh, binges and uh, never, never. Who's your friend? Who's not your friend? Yeah. I mean. Doesn't date an Instagram model who's famous daughter um no no never no. best dustin johnson man yeah. and that's a beautiful swing you can't argue uh i i did see it up close and personal and almost got hit in the face with a with his club head yeah didn't his club face yeah it, it, you guys were in the box that was number 10 i was yeah, not there that number was at 10. Pebble the first time we went there to the to, to volunteer yeah that was a hustle and that was a nice I'm treat jealous. i'll tell that i'll tell that real quick and get off of it uh we got Basically on the box with Tiger, and it was Tiger's first time back at Pebble yep. in a long time. And uh, it was Phil, Tiger, and Dustin Johnson. What a group. And what, what a group. group. And this is actually the day I fell in love with Dustin Johnson when yep. he almost hit me in the head. Well, anyway, he went to set up, um, and he, when he approached the ball, uh, a cart went by out in his perif, out in the middle of the fairway. And then he backed up, but he backed up too, too far. And he went to reset his warm-up and just... Almost hit me and gave me the meanest glare ever. See, he was probably trying to look at you like, hey, can you back up? And you're just looking at him like, no, I'm going to stay as close to you. Oh, as man, as I can smell you from here. Uh, ever, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it, the reason is, though, not only does he smack the shit out of the ball and hit it just abnormally longer than everybody else on the tour, uh, I love his like little hook hinge that you see at the top of his swing. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have the, uh, the little interlock grip. And... I don't know, just all around, I love his, just his setup and his practice swings and, you know, the swing is just the same every time. It's real top heavy. It's really low. It's like a flatter yeah. plane too. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah. So again, Justin. beautiful. Uh, next on my list is the, uh, man, class act as well, Jimmy Walker. That's a good pick. And it, it's kind of random. He He's kind of faded away. I know his wife has huge Instagram fame. Beautiful swing. Tall guy. Something about tall golfers just have a maybe it's their their wingspan, but the way the the way the ball comes down yeah. into with their drives when the ball leaves the club head, it's just it's all different. It looks different. Like put Freddie Couples up next to Jimmy Walker, they'll go the same distance. Well, you but, know what I'd say about Jimmy Walker is he has a classic swing. It's like yeah. it's like a PGA Tour logo. Like if you know classic. Freddie's got style and you know dust. Yeah. Jimmy Walker is like. Look up a golf swing in the dictionary, and that's yeah. And the ball flight that he gets is tremendous. Yeah, he gets a lot of ball flight. It's really impressive. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch this up real quick. I'm gonna say that for last. Uh, I'm gonna go with Rory next. Yeah, I mean the guy. Ever since he's been in the game, I mean future of golf. Uh, man, what a swing! And that guy can really nut it when he really needs it to. And yeah. that's what's impressive about his swing in particular is. Not only shot sh- uh, shot shaping, but just the way he control different shots with different irons, where he wants it to go. Like a lot of times, you hear his his shots or his club selection, you're like, "What is he gonna do with that?" 
and you know just beeline a hook all the way around this tree and and get it there just so effortlessly you know and he's like pointed out all the way to the right of of the the hole and the ball comes all the way back 180 degrees to the left it's impressive and just so much power so much power behind it Uh, remember that uh that uh instagram thing i sent you where it was just a swing and it was the ball leaving the club oh head. Oh my god! Just and over just, and over. And it was just replay. over and over. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, compression and just yeah. Uh, and then finally on my list, I love his swing coach. I fell in love with this guy's techniques a I long know. time ago. Really shaped my game. Helicopter swing. What brought helicopter the helicopter swing. into all our lives? Uh, he's a he's a student of George Gankis. Left what right out of college and just joined the joined the the PGA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Wolf. Definitely an yeah. unorthodox swing. Being a guy that is pretty much self-taught, uh, I love that he stuck with his guns and when he got instructions and and or whatever swing coach he had for whatever school, uh, they all uh, tried to make him change. Swing your swing, man. That's so he got that advice somewhere, and I'm glad he stuck to it because it's cool to see. And yeah. obviously, he could freaking crush it. Like he's got. He's got bombs, dude. Talk about compression. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Um, again, unorthodox for some people, but I love that the kids are loving him. I saw some kids doing his little, uh, yeah. uh, what do they call it? His ignite or whatever. And he I love it. kind of pumps it right before. Uh, I saw him, Ricky imitating him on online. Yeah. Did you see that? No, I have not. So I forgot uh, Ricky's uh, Almorada from his uh, from his college as well. So it makes sense that uh, they know Wait, each other. Wait, where they go? Oh, the Oklahoma. O- OSU, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, again, he this this kid, if he can handle this and keep getting on the top ten like he has, I think he already has a win. He's Nike too, uh, bro. Doesn't that bother you at all? Isn't is he, he Nike? Nike? Yeah, he's Nike, man. I have to double check that. Yeah, I thought he was no, Adidas. No, he's Nike. That's good for him. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, future of golf, in my opinion, the kids love him. If he can keep this swing up and keep playing the way he's playing, he's going to be around for a long time. He's super young. Yeah, super young. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's a couples, good five, man. Yeah, that's really good. It's really uh, good. What about you, man? DJ, Walker, Wolf, Rory. Uh, well, I do have two of the same as you, so I'm going to throw those out first to just finish them up. Couples, there's something fun about watching couples swing, dude. It's so nice. It's just silky and smooth and all the positive attributes of a really quality swing. He hits it far. You know, he hits it straight. He's got great soft hands, delicate, you know, short game. So he's he's just fun to watch play. Um let me ask you this real quick. Mm. Who's got the better stride, Couples or Dustin? <sighs> Man, <laughs> the, the gazelle. The gazelle the versus gazelle. the other gazelle. I, I think they're just, they're ones from one era, ones from the other, but they're oh, really similar man. if you think about it. Soft spoken, you know, I don't know. Uh, Couples well, probably a little bit sharper, but uh, DJ's probably a little bit more athletic. Oh, man. They you both know, have that stride down the fairway, man. Couple stride oh. and DJ stride. And they're effortless. Yeah. They're just, oh, they They game. put style into walking down the fairway between shots. That's how much style those two dudes have. And DJ's not even on my list, but I, I can't argue with that. But Couples is number one, man. It just, if I could see anybody swing, if I could swing like anybody, it'd be, it'd be Couples. And then, actually, no, I take that back. I want a, I want a hybrid between Couples and Rory. Because Rory, that's, that's my other, that's on there, man. Rory... It's crazy how Rory swings so fast, but then comes to a halt so gracefully. That is yeah. so difficult. I, I could get my swing speed up, but uh, as you mentioned before, I also have this issue with snapping shafts on my neck. Because if I try to get that 100 mile an hour plus swing, I could do it, but I can't control it. 
and it break it like it just flies over my back and then I hit the shaft on my back. Rory is swinging obviously a lot faster than me and it's just it's unbelievable how he brings it to a halt and he stops with form at the top. Yeah, and his his lower half is so steady. It's just like cement. Yeah. And I think that you know helps with that posture like what you're describing right now Yeah. cuz it's just so steady and then when he comes out it's just like all upper body and just looks Well, bad. it doesn't hurt that he got himself in some really like peak physical shape too. Um Would you say real quick that he kind of helped start the trend of golfers getting into shape? Yeah, oh yeah, he's a big part of that. Tiger's Tiger's probably number 1. Um, Tiger was the athlete that turned everybody into good shape, but Rory is a big part of that, and you know he's a scrawny little dude from uh, the UK that got it got pretty ripped. I mean, he made yeah. you know. No, he came out strong. Anyway, sorry to just he, straight he away. He looks but like yeah. he's the buff guy from One Direction, and that's that's great. He was for rocking him, them you know? tiny shirts for a minute, man. He's rocking he, it. He was looking good. Um, and then so that's those are your two, and then I, I'm gonna switch it up from these and uh, go with one of my all time favorites. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen, man. Louis has Louis, Louis. the sweet swing of Louis. It's just, it's, it's just graceful. Um, every, every major component of the swing is correct. Uh, I'm not gonna break it down like David Ledbetter because I don't have the ability to do that. But everything is, is right, and everything looks good. So uh, Louis, he's just got, I don't, he's, got, he's just a charming fellow. Something about Louis, just really likable, and he's just got a beautiful swing. Um, I got to drop it to another kind of a random, not, you know, obscure one, I guess, but Steve Elkington, man, the Elk. Uh, if you don't know, if you're not familiar with Elkington, he was a, you know, pretty heavy hitter in the, the 90s, late 80s, 90s. He just has a remarkable swing. I think he's Australian. I should know that. I should have done that. I'm pretty sure he's Australian. Uh, maybe New Zealand. He's one of those. He's Australian. Uh, he's just got a really buttery swing man it just looks proper all the time and then yeah i gotta end with um not the sweetest most syrupy swing like louis or like elkington or like couples um not the most powerful swing like rory well actually it was for its time and that's the the, the golden legend man arnold palmer the king the king arnie palmy he's just got the the, the Arnold Flair, dude. It's just like it's a pretty ugly swing um, by most standards. I remember there was a moment when uh, he was in a locker room and he and he overheard Ben Hogan speaking about him, knowing that he was there, able to hear him, and just basically talking shit, just saying like, "What is this guy doing in the tournament? He doesn't belong here." You know, Arnie had that coming from not the country club background too, hard you know workers and in, mm. in in Pittsburgh, and he was just uh, he was. He was the, the, the staple of the hardworking American, but he had the swashbuckling, crazy-ass swing, and he'd do the little chin drop and hold his arms up there, and it was wild, man. So I, I liked a little variety, you know? Um, I love that you went with the Matthew Wolf. My, my Arnold Palmer is to your Matthew Wolf. Um, it's a crazy comparison, but uh, no, it's true, man. Um, uh, Having a unique swing is something that's fun. It's nice to see the buttery swings all the time of the Elkingtons and the Oosthuizens and the couples and all that. Yeah. Um, but having a strange swing, if you could back it up with game, which obviously Arnold could do, um, that's my top five. Those are our swings, man. That's awesome. And I just want to give a special shout out to um, not good swing, a uh, swing that I don't like. And I feel this is kind of rude to do, but I got to bring up Cooch again. Because I was watching I'm glad you him. did, because that was what I was going to say. Yeah, I, I wanted to bring it up earlier, and I was like, I'll wait for the swing segment. But 
not to bag on on Kucher twice, but uh, I don't know. I used to love Kucher, but then he's he's done some weird things. He's just a little questionable. He sometimes. doesn't seem like a good person, kind of. I, sometimes, isn't it weird? Because I thought like, man, this guy seems like a really good person. I'll and make that like, judge. Yeah. And you're like, maybe he's not. I don't know. And, and then not a good look in Mexico. Nah. You know, and then there was that interview where somebody walked, and I, I granted, I do get this though. He's in his practice swing on the range, right? And someone just literally walks up and throws him a mic, and he yes. completely ignored him. He didn't even acknowledge the guy. I like that response. Grabs that makes me like him slightly more. He just moved a couple points up, actually. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I, and then <laughs> during as, the swing, I mean, that's ridiculous. But yeah, I guess as a reporter, you, you he probably should have came at it a different way. So I see both sides, but I don't know. But golfers, you know, they're their own breed. That's why, uh, we, you know, again, if we didn't, if you didn't hear our first show, um, you know, we're, we were skater kids growing up. Loved skateboards. Still, I still love to watch videos. I actually skated today for a little bit. Did some tricks. Oh Shout boy. out to Jay Xenos. Uh, what up? Uh, yeah. Um, but a swing and and tricks. I was thinking about this more from our first show. When we were talking about, you know, the the way you have a certain style, like you do something different. And of course, it's like that with sports. But in Sports like football or baseball, when you're just running as fast as you can, um, it, that doesn't really display athletic grace and style. But golf and skateboarding is more of a finite sport where you have the time to focus on what it is you're doing. If you're going to roll up, you want to put your feet, you know, and set your feet, and then you do the kick flip, you pop board, you flip, mm. you land. You're extorting your body, but it's not like just who's stronger, who's faster, who could, you know, muscle up. Um, and like Eye of the Tiger, it's more of like you're using your brain and you're using your body to do weird things and it all comes out different for everybody. When you see Andrew Reynolds do a frontside flip, you're like, oh, that's Andrew Reynolds. When you see Louis yeah. Sizen hit a, a pitching wedge, you're like, oh, Louis, sweet swing. You have a signature on what it is you're doing in that sport. I like that comparison. That's a, between yeah, that's the two. a strong comparison. And, and the, yeah, the feeling of landing a solid kickflip like just even flat ground or you know what after you've kicked out of like a a gap or eight stair a couple of time but you you get that that one that pops catches you ride it down yeah. it's the same as just nutting your driver exactly straight like when we played lagos a couple of weeks ago i told you about this but i i thought i was like really keyed or like i had a blood <laughs> pressure thing or like a murmur it was a muffin bro it's probably the blueberry. Some strong muffins. <laughs> we went kind of crazy with those that day yeah, too. Yeah. But on seventeen, everything just lined up, and it was it was kind of rare. But everything, I didn't feel anything. Yeah. I didn't feel my downswing or anything, and the ball just left the club. You know what? It was just weird, and my you know body felt perfect? weird because your timing was perfect. And there you go. There, that's with with skateboarding and time. You Again. need your body timing to align absolutely perfect. And like you're saying, like. Or like doing a kickflip or like hitting a, a great shot. Sometimes you can get away with a bad kickflip. Just like you get away with a bad right. seven iron. You could, you know, so it's kind of like landing it. So but true. it's not like super tight and super clean. When you do that amazing pop kickflip and you catch that shit and you tweak it out and you stomp it. It's yeah. the same thing as when you wind up and you throw your body into it and you hit it square on the club face. And your, outro, your follow through is perfect. And you're just like, wow, I look like a pro doing that. Yeah. God, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I I do have the same love for both both sports. Like me too. At their peak, you know what I mean. Like right now, just as much. Skateboarding is weird. You know, it's cool too because <laughs> in closing, uh, with skateboarding, <laughs> uh, 
you know, I always told myself, you know, I, and now that I don't do a lot, like I don't do any skateboard. I went skating with you guys at the park that one day and mainly just took pictures and filmed, which is totally fun. But yeah, I just always told myself I wanted to make sure that when I was like 30, 40, even though I stopped skating, I could always like ollie up a curb or at least kick out a kickflip, right? Yeah. Like at least when I left the park that day, I couldn't hit the hip anymore. I feel funny on transition. Can't hit a flat bar for the life of me probably. But I still had to leave doing one thing, mm -hmm. you know? And so, and I never wanted to be that guy. And we've all met this guy that like, hey, I used to skate. Dude. Right? And he grabs your board and he shatters his elbow or you his just arm. just made me realize this, <laughs> this is going to happen to us with golf when we're like, like 78 or 63 or 94, whatever it is that we're like, we just can't even function anymore. We're going to have that last shot, that last putt, that last chip. You're going to have that last drive. We're going to know sometime when we're old, this is probably my last time I'm going to hit this driver. Man, that's, I don't know why I just went all dark, but. That is deep, man. That's deep. You took it there crazy. What? Because having yeah. your last kickflip is different, man. You could have your last kickflip at, at like 46 and be like, all right, I'm oh, pretty I sure. Got you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm never going to bust a kickflip again. But, you know, you'll be able to continue hitting golf balls till you're 67. That's 80. true. But eventually you're going to know, like, dang, dude, my back, my hip, my knees. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I was tore up just skating. I did a couple backside 180s, which I, you know, can still do and love, but they felt sketch. And my back was just killing me after we were done. Like, it just tore I up. still try. Well, like, I, you know, I had to get in some 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 kickflips, and I didn't get much beyond that. We didn't have much time. But, you know, that's the thing. You got to – you just got to – you got to keep at it and do it every once in a while. But That's why main, we golf now. That's why we golf now. That's the, that's literally the point is that's why we golf now. Yeah. But, no, strong comparisons, and that, and that was great. And there, there will always be that for us. So, I mean, not everybody's going to relate, but we do – and that's what's great. And if I may connect the golf and skateboarding one more time as we segment or as we segue into our last segment, which is the uh, hot or not segment, we're or we're each gonna we're or actually we're just gonna talk about a few things that are uh, one thing that's hot and one thing that's not, and uh, that's it. We're gonna keep doing this, but with the skateboarding and um, and golf connection, we're going with what's hot and. Uh, I had to choose this one. Um, I have an obsession with this company, Malbon, M-A-L-B-O-N, this dude, Stephen Malbon. I don't know what his entire background is, but it's clearly uh, skateboard culture, golf culture combined, mostly golf. It's golf. It's a golf company. Um, but I do notice the connection with a lot of the, the, the pros that he's friends with and that go play at the, the tournaments. But Malbon is one of those brand new i just random dude who's i don't know you know he just started a really cool golf company i don't know why it's cool that's all you know subjective what's cool what's not but the designs dude the they're you know they collab with nike and with puma and with they do gloves and it's just it's stylish for some reason maybe that's just me but in in you know it's it's kind of making a presence, you know. I see the connection with a lot of the the popular golf media people that he's pretty well laced up with all the butsies and the yeah, you know, all the the, the he's heavy, he's heavy in that world. He's for a heavy sure. hitter, man. Um, Which is funny because when you were first telling me about him, I was like, you know, I'd heard his name, but I thought he was like, you know, a content guy. But although he does provide much content on his uh, Instagram, but it's it's always super cool stuff, you know, super old. It's old pictures, Payne Stewart's, yeah, you know, just all kinds of cool stuff. He seems to have a good appreciation for the game, and it's pretty obvious from the classic styles because I like the clothes, classic styles. But then there's that little 
newer, you know, hipper, freaking skate counterculture bullshit, whatever, that it just works with the classic golf style for whatever reason. Some of the shit's crazy, like the, the golf shoes with the fuzzy green, as much as I love Nike. Um, I don't know about those. They're golf shoes with like green grass on the top of the shoes. It's a little bizarre, but no, I mean, he's laced up with all these hip hop dudes and, and all the like people from our generation. Yeah. And he's out there playing with um, with with pros, but also with like Huffnagel and like Costin and Sean Malto and all the, you know, the dudes who skate and play golf. Uh, so that's it was a no brainer for me. You know, I mean, that's my two favorite things in one. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, 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 I won't piggyback too much more off that because I was interjecting on that and I, I agree with most of it. I do love, you know, he has some kid attire. Um, the sh- I, personally, I, I just know him for all, for all the content he puts out, like all these president's pictures of him or like old school pictures of presidents and stuff. I like just like the historic stuff he puts on his page. Yeah. I but, like that. Yeah. He's, he's in touch he's and not being touch. a Nike guy. I could care less. Oh uh, yeah. So, so <laughs> again, Zach and I have this thing. I don't know why we have this thing, but we're very Nike versus Adidas. And I don't know why we're picking one sweatshop over the other. I mean, they're, both, <laughs> they're both pumping out shoes, you know, and extorting the prices and, 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 you know, but they, they, they're around the things we like. They're all they're strong in golf and skateboarding, right? I mean, they both in both of those sports, right? And for whatever reason, you love your stripes, right? Yeah. Can and, you explain it? I, yeah, I can't really. It's funny because I, there's obviously pictures of me in Nike. There was that little phase I had on stage that I only wore Nike headbands and wristbands. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me. Makes you feel weird now to see it. Yeah, definitely. Like I don't want anybody to call me out. And we have a music video where like it just shows my foot. And someone uh, saw that I was wearing Nikes, and they were like, dude. And I was like, oh, man, someone actually paid attention to that. It's crazy. But uh, I think DJ had a little bit to do with it. Yeah. Me being uh, brown, you know, being of Mexican descent and European descent, gravitate towards it. I don't, I, I What's think. that have to do with this? German. I should be the one liking Adidas because they're the German company. That is true. Yeah. You, wow. You, I mean, no, we, no, they're, uh, what is Nike is a what American or no Asian, isn't it? Well, I mean, everything's made in Asia, but was Nike Japanese? You know, I, I don't, don't know. No, man. I don't even know why I like Nike, but I always have. I think, you know what? I know why. Dustin, for you, if it's for golf, but the reason yeah. why I've been with Nike since day one, Michael J. Fox, dude. Back to the Future when he steps on the gas. Yeah. The swoosh did it for me yeah. right then and there. Yeah, I wore Nikes as a kid and stuff. I mean, it makes sense. I don't yeah. know. As we got older, I, 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 especially with golfing, I just wanted to be comfy. And something in my head just tells me that, like, there's nothing more comfortable than just throwing on some Adidas when you're done. And then I bought some Adidas shoes to golf in, and they're just so cloudy and buttery. And Well, it's just that, then. That's it. It's not your head. It's your foot. You're just, <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> Your feet are comfier in Adidas. Well, I like to, I like to have this debate, and it, you know what? I think it's not always the same, right? Not every Nike fits the same. Not every Adidas is no. the same. Sometimes a Nike or an Adidas or a New Balance or a Converse fits different on different people. I think I'm wearing Callaway pants you gave me or Nike pants right now. I think. Oh, I gave you those pants. Yeah. Yeah, these are nice. Oh yeah, I think they're Callaways. I think. Yeah, that's that's when we did um, some protein diet number one. Oh, God, yeah. I'm glad I fit in these. Speaking of that, it's so funny that sometimes, and with my obsession with DJ and Adidas, like, I feel like DJ on the course sometimes, and I think we could all relate. Like, I feel like DJ, and then I look at my... Because you're high? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but then I see my silhouette, and I'm just like, God, but I look like Patrick Reed, oh, you know no. what I mean? Thunder trousered, man. Oh. DJ. <laughs> I look like Patrick Reed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Just kind of frumpy sometimes. I don't know, like... 
Because, like, sometimes the uh, Adidas stuff is just too swishy. And when I walk, it yeah. like all my shirt comes untucked, and it's just annoying, and it's too swishy. But I noticed Patrick Reed has that same problem with too much swishy. Well, and... that's his, his problem is a little bit different, man. He's yeah. the one who's swishy. It's not the material. <laughs> that boy needs a haircut too. I'm getting sick of that little flap coming out of the back of his head too. God, wait, let's not let's stay. We'll go back on Patrick. We're not going yeah. to the who's in the hot, not hot right uh, now. I had. We have a different thing for who's not. Yeah, so, so getting back to not. Let's get uh, back to not. I got... This, this is, is good, too. I yeah, love it. man. I'm sorry. Two people are on the not list for the same reason. Aaron Oberholzer and Andy North. Um, they're both pro, ex-pro golfers. Yeah. Uh, Andy North was a far more successful golfer. Oberholzer, which is really freaking tough to say... He, we should like him. He's San Jose State. He won at yeah. Pebble Beach. He's KMBR guy. KMBR guy, right? He comes on the show. He's he's pretty decent. He's getting his career going. He makes some mistakes, but I mean, who are we to judge? Only the best in the world at this. But but like most of us, you make one bad move yeah, in dude. your life. Yeah, a couple blow. But here's the bad move, bro. Both of these guys are endorsing fucking cheater clubs uh, on TV commercials. It's not chunky. Yeah. <laughs> it's not chunky. I love that commercial. So the there's Shout two out clubs. The sweets. Yeah, it's uh, the C3I sandwich, I believe it is. Uh, Oberholzer is selling that. You know, it's so difficult to get out of a bunker. You need the special God. club. There's already a special club designed for getting out of bunkers. It's a fucking sandwich, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Shame on that guy. Now I, I really didn't think about it. Like, just his face kind of pissed me off, but now it kind of irks me. Like It irks me. I watch Golf yeah. Channel at 2 in the morning. I see this shit all the time. And then Andy North, he's even worse, bro, because that's the, the... I don't even want to tell you the name of the club out of disrespect for what it is, but it's the little chipper club. That's, and it starts off with, do you like putting better or chipping better? I bet you uh. said putting. It's, it's a chipper club that you putt off the green if you don't know how to chip. You know why this hurt? It, like hits home? Because months ago when I was having my short game troubles, I thought about getting one of those. I will admit that. Yeah. That's how sad it was. But I realize now, those are freaking cheater clubs. I will never use one of those. It just it bothers me that these guys are endorsing those clubs on TV. That is weird. And that's a whole other show in itself, like the gimmicky clubs, because that's been going on for years. For years? There's yeah. always going to be those. But and, it, for, and you know what? Shame on these guys for kind of promoting stuff like that. First of all... Most guys that age that would need something like that, oh my God, you know what? I can't even get into this because there are just so many people, and I'm being polite about that, what I really want to say, I can't buy this crap. Yeah. You know, there are guys that are just like, I need that. That chick is like, it's no longer chunky. And this guy's like, that's the club I need. <laughs> yeah. that's, she sold them, you know, because you, there's... You could say idiots, right? You could say that. God, on... just morons, dude. I'm sorry, but... And then shame on Aaron and Andy, right? You're not 90 years old. And then... Especially because every course I've played, I, I've played it with a 70-year-old not too long ago, a quarter vowel, right? Yeah. This guy smoked a cigarette on every hole, right? He looked like my grandpa, okay? He's probably like 47. He was old, man. <laughs> yeah, he might have been. But, dude, the guy was hidden with his sandwich yeah. out of the bunker. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's at an age where everything was a hybrid. Well, but, we, you know, we, dude, don't hitting, insult that guy. Yeah, hitting out of the bunkers is hard, man. And it requires, like, like you know, you, it's a difficult shot to hit. And chipping is difficult no matter where you are. Um, that's a part of, of golf. And you, you don't need to buy a club that's specifically designed. And you know for sure Andy does not use the chipper. No. And Aaron does not use a C3i. And they will never will. And I'm not saying that everybody that pr endorses a product 
Like, you know, we all know LeBron doesn't drive Kia, right? Like, you yeah. Know. But yeah. still, man, like... Tiger doesn't drive Buicks? It, he doesn't, no. But it's a little bit different when you're doing it for the equipment that you use. I know you're an yeah. ex-pro, but yeah. it's just a bad... I don't know. I don't, don't like bad that look. shit, man. What happened to the Jack Hams and the Hammers of the old... With, remember the hammer, dude, with the yeah. driver? Pow! Yeah, the hammer was dope. Kablow! That thing rocked. Yeah. A lot of people had that club. That was cool. That was a good commercial. Man, we need to get Paul Rodon Dominguez in here. PD, man. Shout out to PD again. Huge supporter of the show. That guy's knowledge on clubs is just through the roof. Do we? Couldn't believe it. Let's. I got another shout out we got to give. And we should probably wrap this up, huh? I gotta yeah. Give special, special shout out to Casey Cope. Oh, man. We're going to end. Come Pebble time, everybody. Be ready. It's going to be emotional. Yeah. It's our first year. But shout out to Casey Cope. That's uh, right. It's going to be our first year without Cope being there. Yeah. Interesting. Casey is a friend of ours um, that uh, she she comes from a golf background. Her dad was a great golfer. But I like to think that she she really, we helped her. I, I like to think that we helped her get into golf when she came out here. Because she came out here and worked for, for Pebble Beach. Um, and it, oh, yeah. The stories, man. We'll get we'll get into some more stories, but the reason I, I bring her up, she's just moving. She's unfortunately leaving this area, doing something great for her career, and moving on to a bigger and better place. But it requires her to move out of the state, and that's just you know selfishly that sucks because you know we, we we can't hang out. It's gonna be difficult. We will. We'll see you. You rock, cope. Yeah. One love. Yeah, we'll get back into that uh, come pebble time. Which again, I was out there today hanging out with cope. Yep. On our way out, just such a beautiful area. We drove by Cypress. Uh, cut through 17 mile the whole way. Um, I wasn't driving for once, so I actually got to look and peek into Cypress. There was a hole that I thought was NPCC, but it was actually Cypress's uh, driving range. Yeah. Had no clue. It's just so weird. I mean, the further you go down that way, it's so Jeez, beautiful. That is such a ridiculous area. Cannot wait. So, we'll yeah, folks. Um, yeah, let's close it up. We, uh, we just wanted to get in here today. Uh, we just wanted to get a show out, to be honest with you folks. We're just so excited to do this. We just wanted to keep you all uh, up to date with what we're doing. We'll be back uh, with another show shortly. And uh, I want to thank everybody again and the supporters that have been supporting us so far. Yeah. And uh, anything else, my good man? I, I mean, whoever, there's a couple random people are like donating. That's blowing my mind already. Yeah. I feel like. Like, pretty fast, pretty quick. Do I need like a blue check mark next to my Instagram name now? Because there's donuts. Probably soon. Probably soon. So long as we stop calling players cokeheads and. Uh, we gotta get that out early, man. We, we do. Yeah, we gotta Everyone needs to mature. Nobody hears it. <laughs> yeah, I do want, uh, you know, this to be kind of, I guess, somewhat kid friendly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, cool, man. Well, hey. we'll see everybody next time. Thanks again, everyone. Um, head down, good vibes. Let's do it. We're out of here. Adios. Adios.